at 33 and Third Podcast. I'm Adam Barrett. I'm Benjamin Richardson. And today we are going to be discussing The Low End Theory, which is the second album by New York rap group, A Tribe Called Quest. Um, Tribe Called Quest is comprised of rapper and producer Q-Tip, Fife Dog, Ali Shaheed Muhammad, and Jerobi White. Uh, Jerobi White is pretty much inactive on this one. Does not rap at all. Yeah. Um, Q-Tip is our main rapper. He raps on every... Yeah, I think he raps on every song. Yeah, and he did most of the production, yeah. I think. Um, Fife, Dog, albums, yeah. Fife Dog is basically Robin is Batman. Right. Um, and Alishi Muhammad is co-producer and DJs. Um, interesting bit about Fife Dog. So he only had two or three verses at all on their first album. Um, he received a diabetes diagnosis mm. um, in between these two and was contemplating quitting, but decided he, instead he just wanted to be more involved. So him and the group struck an agreement with that, and he became... So he started rapping a lot more. He raps a lot more on this one than he Wait, does. Wait, so, so you're saying like they like, like let him rap more because he had diabetes, or just he just said like, hey guys, let me spit some bars on this? Yeah, no, he, he just got like... He wanted to get involved more. They like changed his mind from wanting to quit. Hmm. Interesting. And, and goes, he wanted to quit before his uh, diagnosis. He was like, he wanted to quit after his diagnosis. Oh, okay. And then, and then he turned it around. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That's an interesting. Yeah. Um. Interesting that diabetes lore. diagnosis. Um. Fife did eventually die of diabetes in 2016. Um. Early 50s. Was very sad. Do miss Fife quite a bit. Rip. Their, rest in peace. Their final album. Uh. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. Had a lot of posthumous five verses and served as kind of a tribute to him. It's very nice. But that's their last album. We're talking about their second album, The Low End Theory. So this album is kind of a big departure from their first one. Their first one is pretty straightforward. Um, a lot of great songs. I mean, I'd say your average rap listeners definitely heard uh, Can I Kick It and probably Benita Applebaum. But this album goes in a significantly jazzier direction. It's a little darker. A lot more mature lyrical content. Um, tackles more like social commentary and stuff. Yeah, um, okay. So definitely a big departure, I'd say. Uh, I haven't one. heard their debut, but like, how, how, how big of a step up would you say this is? In terms of quality, I'd say it's pretty big. It's not bad, but mm. it's not nearly as good, I don't think. Got in you. my opinion, at least. It has some very good songs, though. Mm-hmm. Can I Kick It is a classic. 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 Yeah. So, this album kicks off with Excursions. Right. When I think of this song, it's like the first thing I think of is like the that bass intro. Mm-hmm. That bass line has got to be one of the sickest bass lines. Absolutely. On the album. Like, yeah. Just to start it off. So, this album, um, ton of upright bass. Like jazz bass. Right. Like all, all of it. Like all of it just seems to draw tons from yeah. jazz like even lyrically sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of references to bebop <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so on excursions kicks off with this like super menacing i don't know if menacing is the right word but somewhat dark bass line and that's pretty for the verses that's the only instrumentation it's the bass mm-hmm. line and drums mm-hmm. and creates a very like dark and very focused atmosphere and this is a q-tip solo effort uh it's just him rapping and some fantastic lines, like two really long verses. 
Right. Chock like you just full, spit chock full of great lines. <laughs> um, Q-Tip's one of my favorite rappers. Um, of all the, time? Yeah, group as a whole is fantastic. Um, I'd say Q-Tip is, by a good margin, the best rapper. In the group? Yeah. And that's probably why he does, like, majority of yeah. the rapping. Yeah. It, this seems kind of like his project a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, his voice, his cadence, his flow... Um, consistently great lyrics. Um, he's one of my favorites ever. Yeah, we sure. were talking a little earlier about how we really enjoy his uh, like really resonant voice. Yeah, it's it's somewhat higher pitched, right? But then, like Ben said, it has has a lot of like bass to it as well. It's very resonant, mm-hmm. um, very strong. Right, and that's and then you know that's half of what you need for like a good hip hop artist. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, the voice. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We've definitely discussed that too um, on our Freddie Gibbs episode. It's part right. of how much we like Freddie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Fantastic voice for rapping. Um, the opening lines on this one are just to me. This just is like so iconic. iconic. Back in the days when I was a teenager, before I had status and before I had a pager, you could find the because because pagers were expensive then. Oh okay. yeah, as as they it certainly touch upon in the song right, Sky right. Pager <laughs> later on. Just flexing about how they yeah. have pagers, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. In twenty twenty, but I, I love the line about um. Listening to abstract hip hop, yeah, reminds it my pops of bebop. I, yeah. I thought it's, everything he, goes in cycles. Cause, yeah, because he refers to himself as Q-Tip, the abstract, the abstract rapper. Mm-hmm. You find the abstract listening to hip hop referring to himself. Yeah, my pops used to say it reminded him of bebop. I said, "Well, daddy, don't you know things go in cycles?" The way that Bobby Brown is just amping like Michael. I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that that like right off the bat, it's just like iconic. I love those lyrics. Um, in the middle of the first one. Where, dish not the plastic, do the dance till you're spastic. If you diss, pause. Everything stops for half a second. It gets drastic. Everything comes <laughs> comes right, right back in. And then it's a like horn sample, and like we got to make moves on the chorus and the interlude. Mm-hmm. It's like some horn samples, so it gets really jazzy at that point. And then it's really interesting. Um, actually. Yeah, so it's beginning of Umar bin Hassan's poem, Time. Um, time. Time is a ship on a merciless sea. Blah, blah, blah. He's talking super fast. Right. Like, it sounds like he's rambling almost. Um, and the chorus, we got to make moves. Never, ever, ever could be fake moves. Continues to play, and the horns continue to go. Yeah, I love the horns on this yeah. one. Like, it, and it, it starts feeling, like, really chaotic. Right. Right. And it just it starts off, like, real simple, and then it just kind of... And like you said, yeah. I never thought of the bass line as being kind of, like... Like kind of dark. Mm-hmm. It, it gets it gets kind of dark. I guess it's kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool song. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. This one was not a single. Um, never really hit popularity that some of the other songs on this oh, really? album did. Yeah, seems like this would be like a single material. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is certainly not like mainstream rap material at the time. Um, right. And that was part of Tribe's appeal. Like on the whole, was that they were like pretty pretty left of center in terms of especially in New York City where they were from um, pretty left of center from what you would typically expect of standard hip hop fare um, almost no discussion of violence or like, like hmm. gang activity or anything it's not hardcore at all Mm-mm. like it could not be further departed from some of the other stuff you would hear out of New York like New York hip hop um, definitely more jazzy and more experimental for the time instrumentation um, just a general sense of like positivity I'd say too um, definitely made them like a pretty like like that is like alternative hip hop to me like I think Tribe when I think of that 
Oh, really? Like that jazzier sound, the mm-hmm. juxtaposition? Okay. Yeah, that's probably what makes them so cool. And then they're just, they just make quality songs. Right. They're very good at what they do. <laughs> no, I love the, uh, I think, I think like, what I like about the album is, like, all the jazz samples. Like, mm-hmm. like there's, like, some of them I, I kind of, like, recognize from, like, one of them. Really? I can't remember what, yeah, I, I think, like, we'll get to that later, but one of them I think is, like, a Coltrane sample. Really? Yeah, you're far more versed in jazz than I am. Well versed. Yeah, but that's not saying a lot, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do not listen very much jazz. Yeah, so, and that, that vocal sample kind of keeps running, and then it like, flows into the next song. Which is something they do out. pretty well throughout the album. I think. Yeah, the transitions are really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bugging out is the next song. That was a single and a pretty. Yeah, big, this uh, definitely seems like a single. It has like that really. Yeah. Ca- I think just because it has that catchy like bugging out, bugging out, you bugging out, you bugging mm-hmm. out. And this is <laughs> this is kind of Fife Dog's breakthrough. This is like his first. I mean, like, like he's a rapper. Like he can really rap. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of you kind of see that on this. Um, Five Dog Notorious for being super short um, comes into this song. like So the bass plays a couple notes and the drums hit super hard. And he goes, yo, right when the drums hit. Microphone check, one, two, what is this? Five Foot Assassin with the Roughneck Business. Oh, dude, I guess that makes sense. I was like, what is the five foot... So he's like physically short. Oh, yeah, no, he's super short. Yeah, I feel like this is he might not obvious. Even, he might not even be five feet tall. Oh, he's super short. He has a line. Um, uh, it it could be on this album. Uh, it's either on this album or Midnight Marauders. Um, it says he's height of Muggsy Bogues, complexion of a hockey puck. Uh, <laughs> Muggsy Bogues was the shortest NBA player ever. He was five foot three. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I think that's a pretty good line. <laughs> um, Jeez, five foot. That's pretty small, man. Yeah, no, he's, he's a small guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the, the flows on this one are fantastic. I love the hook, like you said, bugging out, bugging out, bugging out, you're bugging Yeah, out. this one doesn't sense that. It's like definitely the most catchy hook. Um, I love Five Dogs third verse too. Once again, a case of your feet in my Nikes. If a crowd is in my realm, I'm saying. And it all, it's like the exact same thing I did on Excursions. If a crowd is in my realm, I'm saying. Everything pauses. Mike, please. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. super charismatic. Yeah, that's something um, I love in hip hop is like the uh, lyric play with the beat. That's always nice mm-hmm. to see. Um, Q-tips first verse, which is the second verse on the song, is kind of the start to me of a really interesting theme on the album, where he's really like this album is really concerned with tribe's place in the grand scheme of hip hop, um, especially with regards to the time. Uh, this is this album came out in '91. They make constant reference to, like, it's the 90s, like, in 91. Right, it's like, it's not the 80s, it's the 90s. Yeah, exactly, like, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> like, concerned about the genre, about the business. On this one, really interesting, Q-Tip says, like, I know I'd be the man if I cold yanked the plug on R&B, but I can't, and that's bugged. Like, he, like he's saying, like, R&B is the opposition to hip-hop. Mm. Is, is his mindset there. Which is really interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. And why why do you think that is? Because I I don't even know. I feel like in the two thousands, like there's so much genre blending of the two. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like especially it's just, now. It's just like, like pop and hip hop are like every the same. every popular rapper <laughs> singing now. Right, right. That's it? what I'm saying. Not like, a bad thing at all. It's just how, how the trends were developed. Um, hmm. 
and this is Q-tip like in direct opposition like like R&B is preventing us from being household names wow okay At, which is like a pretty definitive like like statement like I don't know if mission statement is the right word but like like affirmative statement like, like we're great like we have this obstacle like it's, that's, that's a really interesting perspective and not really at all the type of thing you would have seen on, your, on their first album yeah that's really interesting like I know I'd be the man if yeah. it wasn't for that R&B man <laughs> <laughs> that darn R&B yeah I, that's a super cool song like that's just to me that like it's just the quality like it, it's hard to put in the words sometimes it's like that's what a, but it's like that's what a rap song should be like mm. bugging out like they just do it right classic I guess is Absolute, the word for that yeah very classic yeah I don't know this, this is something in general but like when I'm listening to like certain genres it kind of like teleports you to like a mm. time period you know mm. what I mean like especially when I'm listening to like this old hip hop like I feel like I'm in the 90s <laughs> you know bit, what I mean yeah. or I get the same feeling when I listen to like music from the 60s it just kind of puts you there Mm-hmm. so that that flows into Rap Promoter, Promoter the third song which that, that song is super fun to me I like Rap Promoter a lot you do? yeah I, I don't even know it's like it's like big fat drums and then the the main like the main sample like it's barely even a melodic piece is um it's like it's, I don't even know what it, it is I think it's a uh, I, yeah it, I think it's a uh, a guitar doing a percussive strums with the wah effect Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. That's what it sounds like to my ear. Hmm. Like the yeah, like a guitar made to sound like a record scratching. Yeah, it just sounds yeah. like a, like they probably just took like a really like funky like like percussive guitar thing and just made it sound like that. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. But yeah, that's going back to that theme. That's Q-Tip uh, railing against kind of like the the monetization and how they get treated by like agents and industry guys and concert promoters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Back to that back to that theme. I mean, it's the '90s time to make moves, not the '80s. Do away with your womb. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, it's just like take action now kind of thing. It's like living in the now. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, I love the I love how he starts that second verse too. I want chicken and orange juice. That's what's on my rider. <laughs> like, <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that's just funny to me. And because it, it comes after, um, Fife Dog kind of uh, does a little interlude there. It's like he's talking to a rap promoter. Like, come on, 500. That was the deal. And like, <laughs> we don't need you. Sorry. And then it, like the, the interlude kind of keeps going. And Q-Tip says, and the abstract rapper says, I want chicken and oranges. <laughs> like the abstract. It's like, I like that's, the, that's pretty much completely I like nervous. the line about the pastry. Like, tasty. I'm not tired to be pushy or hasty. It's just like, it's just kind of like quirky. It's all oh the God. lines. Line, yeah. And then the line, a couple lines after that. Took a few shorts before... Now the only ones I take are the ones that I wear. Ain't taking no shorts no more. <laughs> I love that. It's so cheesy. Yeah, what does so that even mean? <laughs> like he's not getting shorted. Like he's getting his money. Only shorts he's taking are he wears shorts. That's the only shorts he's gonna be. Oh, ultimate. I see. That's that's quite clever. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty clever. No, that's that's funny. I like the wordplay on. So sometimes it's like borderline cheesy, but that, that's like that's yeah. for me. That, that's the old hip hop sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this he, he just, he's just really rapping on this song. The first line, um, to the effect of nothing, effective fronting, is what I don't allow, so let me tell you something. That's the, like the coolest way I've ever heard somebody say, like, be honest with me. Like, just be straight up with me. Well, yeah. 
It, like, it, it just it just makes it sound cool. Love it. Good song. Yeah, Love it's it. a it's a little. Uh, I like the outro, dude. Dang, yeah, dang, dang, dang. Yeah, yeah, he just goes. Yeah, he goes, and we'll do a fly fo- We'll do a we'll do a fly show for you, bub. Check it out. Diggy dang, diggy dang, diggy dang. It's just like so goofy. And he keeps going, and then that flows right into. That flows right into Butter, the fourth song, which is a Fife Dog Showcase. Yeah, for me, I don't know. This one I, I don't think I like as much, really? personally. Um, I just think some of the lines are kind of weird, like talking about like, like her, her eye color is a different color, like she's got fake hair and she looks bionic. <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like, I was yeah, like, what is he talking about? It, yeah. <laughs> it's the the I'm song is like butter. The, the song <laughs> is about... Um, Five dogs' romantic relationships mm-hmm. um, in the past and now, and kind of contrasting how he was kind of a womanizer when he was young, um, and how it's all now it's kind of flipped, and he can't now that he's successful, he can't find anybody that's real and isn't just trying to get his money. Is kind of the gist of it? Mm-hmm. Like anybody that actually likes him for him, which is kind of interesting. Um, I wouldn't. It says because I got the crazy game, and you know, I'm smooth like butter, <laughs> and then. It's beautiful little sack sample. And Q-Tip goes, it's like butter. It's like butter, babe. It's like butter. Right. It's like, is he talking about himself or the sax? Yeah, the beat is butter. That's a smooth beat to me. Right. That sax, especially. That's the the thing. Like, I can't hit it on any of the beats. They're all great, so. Yeah. Yeah, the, I really like the line, um, all of a sudden we love you, Fife. He's off. My name's Malik. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, that, 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 that's a pretty good summary of, like, of like the whole kind of his whole second verse, like I'm I'm wanted for my money now. Like it's not. He's like you just like me because I'm famous. Like you, you don't know who I am. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's yeah, I agree. It's not the best. It's fight's great. Um, he's a little better in a supporting role. It he does well with this, but the songs where he's in a supporting role to Q-Tip, I'd say are better. Yeah, for sure. Good song though. Not a bad song. That goes into verses. From the abstract. That was a personal fave for me. I love, yeah, I like first from the abstract a lot. Again, the abstract being Q-tip refers to himself as the abstract at times. And what's up with that? Does he just think he's like spitting abstract thoughts and stuff? Or yeah, kind of. He's he's the definitely the type to view himself as like a really smart guy. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, and this is interesting to me. Um, going back to our theme of like sense of place in hip hop to me all right let me explain this first so i had a, so intro i had a dream about a man last night my man came to the studio and his name is buster rhymes in the effect and then he says like all these people he says other members of tribe on the hook he says uncle mike is in the house bob powers in the house tim latham's in the house brand noobs is in the house brand Indians. um and day live in the house and then he keeps going at the end. Pete Rock is in the house. CL is in the house. Um, it's like he's establishing the scene he wants to be associated with. Like the, like these are the people. These are the people that are propelling hip hop that, that I like. That I they, consider they myself respects. part yeah. of. Like these exactly. are my my colleagues. My people. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like he's, it feels like he's establishing that. Um, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to me. I can totally see that. Pete Rock and CL Smooth definitely contemporaries. For sure. Um. Yeah, and it's just a cool song. I mean, it's it's just Q-tip spitting. Um, yeah, it's just we're, we're both reading the lyrics right now. Just so many uh, so many great lines. 
I know. I'm trying to choose one. <laughs> Dude, like, and when uh, there's like like three in this song, they're talking about the '90s. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Some women in the '90s want more than satisfaction. They want keys and G's and all those silly things. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. Uh, check it out. Man. Going into the '91 decade. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um. Yeah, I mean, I love the little guitar. It's so subtle. Yeah, I was about to say. I think isn't isn't this the first one that like features like a little funky guitar sample? Mm -hmm. Is this the one that's like that da 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 da? You know, like that. Mm -hmm. Those two chords the whole time. Yeah, it's pretty like, it's very chill. Like, yeah, this one. A, like I, I imagine you're like cruising through your neighborhood mm -hmm. with the top off. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just super chill. Um, beautiful guitar. Vinia Mojica provides um female backing vocals on the hook. Ooh, you know you gotta go. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. I was gonna ask if you knew that if that was a sample or if that was a. Mm, yeah, she's she's contributing live there. Awesome. I think I think those are really great. I love what those add to the song. Yeah, no, they're pretty. They're mm -hmm. pretty. It's like what it needs. Like, exactly. Like I feel like at this point in the album, it kind of adds a little bit of like melodic sense to something yeah, that needs I, more. I, I, yeah, I would agree. Like I feel like this is the first one where it's like like melodic in hmm. in a sense. I don't know. I'd I'd probably agree with that assessment. Yeah, and then uh, I love the little outro where he's shouting out uh, Ron Carter. Thanks a lot, Ron Carter on the bass. Yes, my man, Ron Carter's on the bass, and he does a little <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. like he does a cool little like. Yeah, yeah, I was about to, I was about to comment on that. Like <laughs> when he's shouting him out, the bass part gets cooler. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's like, oh, sweet, I'm about to. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna do a little like like a five second solo. <laughs> it's right, pretty right. cool. Like a, a sick little fill. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And that goes. That's followed by our first posse cut, uh, show business. Oh, this one's great. I, I, Show I business really is cool, yeah. I, I just like love when they all come in and go, the business, like after, in the choruses, I think it is. Yeah. That's Do so you want to be in the business? The, the business. business. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Q-Tip, Fife Dog, and Lord Jamar. Yeah, I, I was... This not, song just gets me hyped. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I just get hyped. It's very energetic. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. This is... There are two posse cuts on here. Pretty much the only... Those are the only features. Mm -hmm. right? Am I missing anything? And none of them are bad. They're all really strong features. Everybody holds their own. You're saying like this song is the only one that features? And scenario, the other. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to say. Yeah. Don't forget scenario. Yeah. Busta. We, Busta. Will, we will get to that. <laughs> Busta um, rhymes. Yeah, and this this is a cool beat too. Like, it's really like energetic, shuffly drums. Right. And it's a like interjects a little like ah, like a little like quick scream sample. Is is this the one where it has like the it, has, it almost sounds like a synth? It's like wow wow like in some of the choruses. I think that's this song. I, I, I'm not I'm not sure if it's a synth, but it's got something cool going on in the beat. Mm hmm. It's got like some digital thing going on. Um. And like you said, like just talking about like their place and stuff. This is just like uh, talking about like the <laughs> rappers and. I think this is the one where they're like, none of these rappers can rap and all that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yo, I gotta speak on the cesspool. It's the rap industry and ain't that cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're giving you a business and putting on a show. You're a million dollar man that ain't got no dough. Lord Jamar. That, that's a strong verse. I like that. Mm -hmm. And I love... Uh, More soup with your meal. <laughs> that's one yeah. of my favorite yeah. lines. <laughs> five, five Dogs verse on this is strong, too. He is energetic. Mm. Um... Like Chuck D, I got so much trouble in my mind about these no talent artists getting signed. They can't rhyme. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Seems in '91, everybody want to rhyme. Like, it, yeah, again, it's just like 
just really a lot of commentary on the state of their industry. It's like rap music's popping right now. Nobody can rhyme. Mm-hmm. All these people are getting signed. Very cool stuff. I love I love Diamond D's verse. Uh, in the six verse? Yeah. All that glitter's not gold. <laughs> I love the delivery of that line. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a really really strong posse cut. Ton of energy. They right. all have really great chemistry. Right. This one's just like this is something I'd listen to like before like a basketball game or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I mean and that's and it's in between two like really chill songs, verses from the abstract and vibes and stuff. And I think it's like perfectly placed, keeps it from getting monotonous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'd yeah. say between the posse cuts, I definitely prefer scenario. I don't know. I feel like I'm like those are almost my favorite two on the album. I mean, really? I feel like that's kind of corny to say, but oh no, it's not. Really... But I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm, I I think you have to choose scenario. It's kind of better. Yeah, it's a, that's a classic. Yeah, I just like the interjections in that one like a lot better. Hmm. Is is that the one where it's like? Well, we'll get to that. Though. We will get to that. <laughs> yeah. Vibes and stuff is what follows. Uh, this show seems business. like such like a. Um, a 2020 like song title though it's vibes that- yeah that, that's a thing that um sometimes not all the time irritates me that's a lot of people's mm-hmm. that's the extent of a lot of people's vocabulary when discussing music which is like, yeah i like something that's like like vibey like uh like yeah. vibes you know that's a uh, yeah i want like a chill vibey song <laughs> that's what they say dude yeah no yeah that absolutely <laughs> is um but i'd say uh i'd say it's a pretty apt descriptor for this song, like both the in, in the it's in the title, like it's very vibey. Like, right. It's very I mean, very very meditative, very laid back, very chill. Um. It's again, it's all Q-tip. Um, he's so good. <laughs> I and that's not true at all. It, Fife is on there. Yeah, Fife is in the second verse, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's. That has like, like really really subtle like keyboard sample. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds super smooth, and the drums are just really like laid back. Um, has like a twinkling little like, like chime that interjects. Oh, I know exactly times. what yeah. you're talking about. Just gives it a really pretty feel. Mm-hmm. Would you, would you say this is like one of your favorite instruments? My favorite? Yeah, I'd probably say so. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'd put. This is my favorite instrumental. Probably, um, I think it's what. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, it's just like it's so simple, but it's like that funky like clap. Yeah, it's like a like a percussive clap thing. But again, we'll we'll get to that. We will get to that. <laughs> yeah, vibes and stuff. Definitely, uh, definitely cool. All right, so the eighth track is the infamous date rape. Um, for for the uninitiated. That is, is very much an anti-date rape song, before you get worried here. <laughs> yeah, like, when um, you're first listening to it, you're kind of like, um, hello? But once you read into the lyrics more, it's a little bit better, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, it's... From the yeah. title alone, it's, 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 it's definitely, like, like a jaw-dropper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the title's a little jarring, but, like, I mean, just, like, even the service level, it's very clear. Um, like, listen to the rhyme, it's a blacking fact. Percentile rate of date rape is fat. Like, it, it's very staunchly, like, keep it in your pants. Right. There's the message of this song. Um, it's good. I think it's a very good song. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, it's, it's definitely a definitely a, probably their most socially conscious one. Hmm, I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like ahead of its time. Like, I'm gonna make a rap song about this. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah. I, I was 91. Because like, I, mean, I feel like um, you know, it's really characteristic of like rap to be like like the opposite to misogynistic to a degree. Right. Um, just like I mean, just yeah, talking about very... like objectifying women a little bit. Like she's yeah. a mud dig, blah, 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 you know that type <laughs> of thing. <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah, I mean this is very, very pro woman. I mean it's, and but I mean it's again it's from a, it is from a man's perspective. I mean it's talking about a lot about pursuing women and like knowing when to stop. Yeah, right. It's kind of like it's it kind of plays on like the and you're, you're getting going, but then she's not feeling it type thing. Yeah, I mean then they're they're super smooth. The rhymes about it, it's fantastic. Um, some great basketball puns from. With like basketball players from Five Dog in the second verse that I really like, that I can't appreciate. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's like a lot of like referencing to basketball players on this. Yeah, um, that, that's definitely a '90s rap thing. They were all about referencing basketball, basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So the ninth track is "Check the Rhyme." Check the rhyme. Kind of a call and response type thing, and this is one of my favorites. It's um. Yeah, it's, the chemistry is remarkable. Like how well they flow together. Like it really makes you appreciate them giving Five Talk way more to do. Cause yeah, he, yeah it's just the, it, this is the the verses where they're just like literally going back and forth and like talking to each other, right? Yeah. So it the the, um, the structure, right? I'll break it down. So back in the days on the boulevards of Linden, we used to kick routines, and the presence was fitting. And then Q-Tip kicks off. It was I, the abstract, and me, the five-footer. Yeah, the right. Like, I love that part where they just go right back and forth. Okay, yeah, and then they and then they, <laughs> they trade some bars, and they said, you you on point, Fife? All the time, Tip. You on point, Fife? All, All the, the time, time Tip. tip. <laughs> well, then grab the microphone and let your words rip. And then Fife spits a verse. And then and he rips. <laughs> yeah, he, he, lets it, he really does let it rip. It's a great verse. I'm just a fly MC who's five-foot-three and very brave. <laughs> five-foot-three. Five foot three. Do you think he's? He think he's talking himself up? <laughs> and that's possible. He's a short dude. I, I, I really can't stress this enough. He's a short guy. Um, and then it goes, you on point tip all the time, five. You on point tip all the time, five. Okay, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the luck. I love. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even say it. the what five says to lead Q tip in is so play the resurrector and give the dead some life. Oh, I love which that. I, I think that's really cool. Um. And on the the hook, it's Q-Tip just saying check the rhyme, y'all. But then it's a like really like loud horn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this has got to be like the most like dissonant and like jazzy sample in there. Oh, other yeah. than like we've got the jazz, of course. Yeah. But um. Yeah. And yeah. I think this sample is the best. The moment. during the beat, it's the the bass and the drums are super bouncy. Like, it's like boom. Bump, 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 like yeah, that kind it's like, of thing. It's like, it's like really high energy jazz. I, I really like this song. This might yeah. this is one of my favorites. Yeah, this might be a personal favorite. Just just because of like that crazy like like the the sax riff is just like nuts. It sounds like yeah. something of a crazy song. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean like even when like even when we're not going to specifics, guys, like it's hard to stress how nice these beats are. Mm-hmm. Like they're, every single beat on here is just a really high quality rap beat. They're, they're just like also like bare bones and very yeah. They are pretty minimal, and that's that's um also a pretty big transition for them. And they kind of went in like less what to minimalism. Yeah, no, like they they were less minimal on their first album, and probably a little less minimal on their third. Hmm. I think. 
Um, as far as like beats, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, like there, there's more going on, a little more colorful, but um, yeah, right. I guess just just strong hip hop beats all right. the way throughout. Kitsap and Ali Shahid Muhammad do fantastic work. Right. Um, like classic is like the only word I can think of for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, really. I mean, even if you're not, it's kind of a classic sound. Even if Q-Tip's not your favorite rapper, even if I'm not your favorite rapper, that's. I mean, for me, I would think that'd be enough of a selling point. I mean, yeah, you get some of these samples are just like crazy, and like mm-hmm. these jazz things. It's yeah, just, it's, just, nice. it's just inventive. I mean, '91 there was not a ton of jazz rap. Right, that, that became a pretty big subset. This is pretty pioneering work, I'd say. Right, I mean, it's never been influential, right? This is like super influential oh, yeah. for hip hop. Absolutely. Um, next track, everything is fair. Everything is fair when you're living in the city. So we were talking about this. I, I think that sounds just like an XTC song. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I, I keep on talking about XTC today, but yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Like when I first heard it, I was like, that has to be like an XTC, XTC song. <laughs> and it's and it's a. Uh... It's funkadelic. Yeah, yeah, and it's funkadelic, which is yeah, like, like the opposite of yeah, I can, that. I can hear it though. Yeah, I can. I can hear it a little bit. Just the way he says like "city," it just sounds like that kind of vocal delivery. Yeah, I love the end of Q-Tip's first verse here. Pulling out the oop, listening to the oop. You don't have to say a word. And it's gunshots to do. That's all you heard. And then it's like I don't even know what instrument it is on the on the beat. Like it's like a weird piano or something. No, no, no. That I think it's a guitar. You think it's guitar? He's doing like he's doing like a slide. Like okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, that that guitar kicks back in, and I love the I love the hook. That's a that's a sample as well. Yeah, it's the same sample as the beginning. Mm-hmm. Everything is fine when you're living in the city. Just the way I say it is so funny. City. <laughs> yeah. There's so much so much charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I love that intro. And then it ends on, she will never stop until she reaches the top, 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 top. And then it like settles down into the like cadence of jazz we've got, which we'll just call we've got the jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just a Titanic song. It is so good. Oh yeah, this is definitely a highlight. I think this has like the best sampling other than check the rhyme. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? Sure. Yeah, no, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. Sampling. I, I really like... Um, yeah, I just really like the the little guitar work on First from the Abstract still. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Can't... Sip, can't, uh, can't short that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I like love the uh, the chorus. I like that we got it, it. It almost sounds like like I could fall asleep to it. It's like yeah, they're chanting like, they're at like you. Chanting, yeah. We got the jazz. We got the jazz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I if I were to tell you great lines, I have to read every line. Um, and he, he does kind of the same thing he does on verses from the abstract. Um, and day lost soul, you won't stop till my brand new begins. You don't stop. And to my leaders of the new, you don't stop. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's mm-hmm. like just walking on these like really nice drums and this uh, like really um, like this upright bass is really placed in the forefront. Right. And he's kind of like just swaying with it, kind of. You don't stop. To my yeah, man, large professor, you don't stop. Large professor, um, of main source, contemporary tribe. Definitely recommend you 
audience check that out it's an underrated album their album breaking adams breaking adams yeah adam recommends breaking adams hey 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 <laughs> i went there um <laughs> i forgot to mention isn't there like quite a bit there are quite a few shout outs to north carolina on this album yeah 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 um, I think it was on the end of the last track. You know, he definitely says New York, North Kakalaka, and Compton. And then he says Q-Tips listing locations on, I think it's Vibes and stuff. Um, Let me try to look for it for you. Yeah, no. Brooklyn, New York, Carolina. We got the vibes. Yeah, he definitely shouts out North Carolina twice. Right. Or, I guess, the Carolinas, plural. Well, and then I remember one time he said, like, he says, like, and then at one point he says, like, NC, SC. Yeah. Like, Maryland, we got the vibes. And I was was going to ask you, like, why is he shouting out North Carolina in particular? I don't know. I mean, in in both of those instances, they shout out a lot of locations. Right, but it seems like like it's just, like, it's, like, it's it's popping up, like, three times. So it's kind of like, I think, uh, I can't remember which rapper it was. It's one of the features on Scenario, but it says... New York, North Kakalaka, and Compton. I think it's just North Kakalaka. That sounds cool. It's fun to say. Right, right, right. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've got the jazz. That might be my pick for favorite. Yeah, that's respectable. That I, I or... love the way, like, the sax plays with the chants later in the song, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of, like, just yeah, melts together. The, the sax just kind of sprinkled throughout the verses, just come intersperses at var- various points. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's so smooth. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, yeah, great song. The twelfth track is, "Do you know the importance of a sky pager?" <laughs> is how how Q-tip opens it. It's called Sky Pager, right? And and having a pager back then was like only like doctors, lawyers, and rappers yeah, like, would like have this. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like a it's just like a flex. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like and again, it's a it's a commentary on culture of the nineties. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's talking about how they use Skypager to pick up ladies. It says his beeper's going off like Don Trump gets checks. Five Dog says that. Yeah, interesting. I just noticed that. <laughs> Pre-politics, Donald. Yep, the good old days. <laughs> and I think the... So this um, beat is like a really, really like loud in the mix, upright bass. And it's like really dry and dusty and... Shuffly Dusty, drum, I really like that. Uh, drums, like you know, you know what I'm talking about for the drums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really distinct sound. It kind of makes it all seem like pretty loud and noisy, even though it's a relatively minimal beat. Hmm. Right. Kind of like a, a I don't want to say lo-fi, but like an aesthetic choice for that. Hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, I love the chorus too, which is non-vocal. Kind of reminds me of a DJ Premier chorus, where um, what DJ Premier will always do on Gangstar beats. And his his other beats would be he would do like record scratching and he would intersperse various vocal samples to kind of make like a a rough shot chorus, mm. which is an artistic choice that he almost always made and I really enjoy. But this reminds me of that to a degree, um, where it has somebody dialing numbers and it has like the voice from this like welcome to the new sky pager mm-hmm. and that's what plays during the chorus, which is kind of cool. Right, it's like he's in. Something clever for the chorus instead of just... True, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. overall, that's not... It's a it's a very good song, but it's not spectacular. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, this one's, like, alright. 
I don't know. I, I think I do enjoy like the second half of this album a lot more. You think so? I think so. Second half? Huh. I don't know. I can get, yeah. I think just because it has like check the rhyme. Yeah. I really don't think there, to me, there's We've much of a difference jazz. in quality hmm. between the two halves. I mean, it's just such a remarkably strong album, just consistent all the way throughout. For sure. Um, that's, I mean, there are, that's something interesting to think about. Like, you can notice various points, right? Where on the non single songs, you can tell, this might just be me. I feel like there are a couple non-single songs where they kind of approach it differently. They're not as long. They're a little more loose and casual. Like, I think of Butter, um, mm. Rap Promoter would agree. Would you say that it's, like, a, a negative and that there's, like, less, like, it's attention enough. to detail? or I wouldn't say. I, it's just or just the, a the approach just feels different for the non-singles, hmm. some of the non-singles. But in, but in what way? It's just, like, the... Very hard to explain. I don't know. I think part of this might be that I had listened to the singles for this album way 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 like years before i listened to the rest of it mm. yeah it might be like a familiarity thing for you but that's possible yeah but yeah i mean it feels like maybe like, that's in just in general the singles are like kind of like stronger yeah yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> just in general but you th- i mean the concept of filler tracks um some of these feel like filler tracks in a good way. Like, I really hesitate to say that because that has so many negative connotations. Right, it's like, oh, this is filler, dude. It's not a 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it, some of these feel like filler in the best possible way. Mm. Um, to me, Sky Pager and the track that follows... Uh, what, yeah, I was about to say what seems like the most, like, filler. Because it's like, what's one of my favorite tracks. Right, right, I love what. <laughs> I, I just simply, uh, like, love the, uh, like, the, the clav. Like, it's, it's so funky. Oh, my God. Yeah, what is so funky? It's, I, I, that's the most minimal beat. It's just, like, a little, like, little it, bass Drums line. and clav, right? Yeah. Baby's Babylon. They're looking for excuses. So, yeah, what... Yeah, um, the, the formula is, like, what is blank without blank? Like, yep. for this entire song, sort of. What is Channel 9 if it doesn't have Arsenio? What's Ali without Shaheed Muhammad? My favorite is, what if what is a party if it doesn't really rock? What is a poet? All balls, no cock. <laughs> What's Duke Ellington without that swing? I'm surprised they didn't. What's Clark Kent without a telephone booth? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's that's a that's a clever one. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, um. What's hip hop if it doesn't have violence? Which is kind of a little referendum on what they do, like their hip hop without violence. And then he said, "Chill for a minute." Dougie Fresh said, "Silence." And then it pauses for four seconds. Yeah, like it just everything just stops, and then he comes. And back then he comes and does, back in, like, like as if it never what, stopped. It's a rock if you don't have a clip. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I just think it's so like it's so fun. There's it's very upbeat mm-hmm. on this one. It's very uh, yeah, and then yeah, this is a very upbeat, fun song. Um, he keeps saying what at the end, and then it flows into scenario. The closer, which has been touched on before, has um, all of the members of the posse cut like yell things in unison uh what ends with all these people yelling what and then the the um well i guess it's organ on scenario kind of starts playing right at that point it flows right into it mm-hmm. and that's that's such a great hook too here, here we, we go, go yo here, here we, we go, go yo <laughs> so what so what so what's that scenario no that's classic yeah and oh my god five dog five dog kicks this off one of my favorite lines like this is iconic mm-hmm Hey, yo, Bo knows this, and Bo knows that, but Bo don't know Jack, because Bo can't rap. <laughs> Which is a uh, reference like Bo Jackson, like Bo knows commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. So cool. I love that opening line so much. 
Is that a personal fave? Yeah, that really is. And then <laughs> that's the thing. They all get um I mean, Charlie Brown comes in in the second verse. I think that's my favorite. That's really cool. He does some like really impressive like multi-syllabic rhymes there. I like the, the one he's like, I'm not even going to try to say it. It's like, wow, how now, wow, how now, brown cow. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm, like when I first heard that, I'm like, what is he saying? Loops for the troops, more bounce for the ounce. And that that's the one uh, we said earlier, North Kakalaka. <laughs> I like when he says, but the rest are dodo. <laughs> he says yeah. that. His voice is like so and cool then, to me. Q-Tip and Busta Rhymes have a little, like, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then Q-Tip, like, seeds. So here's Busta Rhymes with the scenario. He, like, seeds the floor. And then the beat kind of slows down for a second. Like, the drums stop. It's mm-hmm. just, like, little, like, keys or whatever. Watch as I combine all the juice from the mind. Heal up, heal up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact. And then it goes, they all just yell, boom, and the drums come right back in. And Busta Rhymes just goes insane. Mm-hmm. Like he was just flowing. It's su- it's such a good verse. I I think he I think he wins that one there. Your favorite? I yeah, think so. And I, I forgot about this one. This one has like the most like wordplay too. Like mm-hmm. an attack, head to smack. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that yeah. dude. Like whenever I, I I like look forward to those parts whenever oh, this yeah. album. Yeah, and like the like we like we said the um, where everybody just comes in and yells and emphasizes words. Mm. It just get, makes it just really reinforces the chemistry. It would just get you hype. It just yeah, gets you hype. It's a very hype you, song. You feel like you're like with your boys, like yeah. <laughs> when you're not. That's a, that's a posse cut in the truest sense of the word. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean we've we've wrapped up the album now. Um, to me, this is my favorite Tribe album. I think I think Midnight Marauder is the one that follows it, and I think we got it from here. Thank you for your service. Their last one. I think those are. Very, very close, if not pretty much equal in quality. But I think, like, just the sheer quality of some of the songs, like, level of just everything coming together perfectly. We got the jazz, check the rhyme, bugging out, uh, even excursions. I think that just kind of puts it ahead. And those like, tracks like, just give it the. It's easy it. to get wrapped up in, like, aesthetics and narratives and stuff mm. um, as to why an album would be better than another. But just the sheer quality of the songs, I think, puts it low for end. Itself. Yeah, it puts low end theory just to touch ahead. Speaks for itself. You got any final thoughts? I think you said it perfectly, Adam. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to tune in next time. Peace.